Joining us now, he is the co-founder and executive producer of the Golf Pass original show on tour, on course. Andrew Wontuck joins us. Andrew, hey, welcome Andrew. to the golf shop. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, sure. so uh, this is a new show, and uh, you know, Maddie and I were talking about this before we got you on. Is that you know we go back to like old school comedians. We think golf and comedians. We think Bob Hope way back in the day. Way back, yeah. I'm sorry, I missed the question there. Yes, Bob Hope, amazing golfer, great comedian, all the way back in the day. Yeah, but that, so but that was uh, the start of it all. That was kind really. of the start of where we yeah. started seeing, you know, more and more celebrities starting to get into the game of golf. Then you started pulling athletes in. And for me, this show, I mean, on tour, on course, you know, going out, talking to comedians, getting them on tour, getting them on the golf course, and, and talking to them, I mean, it, it makes total sense because of where this game has gone. And you go to things like the AT&T Pebble Beach Pro-Am, and you see all these comedians out there playing. Absolutely. I mean, I personally, obviously, I'm a huge golf fan myself, and I've spent a lot of time with, in my career with comedians. And when you're on the road, there are so many things that you can do with your time, and a lot of them are not the greatest things to do to your mind, your soul, your body. And oh, so come I on, think, Andrew. Well, Can't be that bad. <laughs> <laughs> Well, there's some dangers out there, right? Uh, you know, sure. Like there, obviously, there's a ton of fun. Right. But what I think a lot of uh, people come to when they're on the road a lot is that golf is a perfect uh, activity that really, you know, not not the, just the exercise, but the game itself. You know, trying to hit a still ball with 14 clubs and make it do what you want to do is one of the most challenging things on planet Earth, in my opinion. And so what a great way to spend the day before you've got to go talk to 5,000 people yeah. live in an auditorium or in an arena. It's just a great thing to do. It's social. It's, you know, it, can be, it can be a gambling sport. It can be just a fun way to go poke it mm -hmm. around. It can, be a, it can. You can go out there and have a couple beers and laugh with your friends. It can be kind of whatever you want it to be. But in general, it's a lot better than, than just sitting in a dark, drab hotel room all day and not getting any activity. It probably, Andrew, it probably gives you some material for you that show tonight, that night. <laughs> okay, good. On, on a monologue or something, right? One hundred percent. Right. You know, like I just you learn so much about yourself. Like per, right now, I'm battling. I don't know if you guys do this, but when I hit a bad shot, I have like this mini tantrum for like two seconds and then I let it go. So I don't bring it to the next shot. You know what I'm talking about? Where you're like, I, I like, I'm like <laughs> I can't hit a good shot and then just let it go. And that to me is like, you know, how I cope with the frustration of a shank or a, you know, a pull hook right, yeah. or a, you know, a push fade when you needed it, when you were a hundred yards out. So um, yeah, I have found that there's tons of, comedians out there that have really especially in the pandemic have come to the game and kind of discovered what what a lot of us already knew uh, you know the game could be well yeah i, I mean I, when i was a uh, as good an amateur player as i was i was a professional club thrower i mean you have to be professional <laughs> no, in order not to, to not to break a club that's right like and there's different <laughs> ways to do this i mean you can tomahawk it you That's know, not good. Tomahawk. Tomahawking. You can bounce right. it on the ground and watch yeah. it bounce and vibrate as it goes out. Yeah. You can just whirly bird it down there. I mean, there's all different kinds of ways mm -hmm. to chuck the club. 
and you have to make sure that you don't break it, or and then you have to be very good at bending it back into shape so you can still use See, it. See, I was okay breaking them back when shafts were twenty bucks. Now it's a different story, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, I've let I've let get that angry out there. I've let yeah. groups go. Th- I've let gr- groups go through me before because I've had to get a clubs out of a tree. Out of a tree. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's unbelievable. That is unbelievable. so. So yeah, when when you talk about the game of golf, there's plenty of comedic content from the golf course, whether you're a good player or a bad player, right? Oh yeah, I I had a buddy when I was playing. I played high school golf. I wasn't good enough to play college golf, but. Good enough to play high school and loved it. I mean, it was mm-hmm. the absolute greatest thing on planet Earth. I grew up in the Detroit area, and right after school, we'd go out to the golf course, and most of the public and private courses were generally pretty agreeable to letting us, you know, go out there and use the course. Even like Detroit Golf Club, Andrew? You know, I have never been. My father's played Detroit Golf Club, right. but uh, I have never played Detroit Golf Club. But I've always wanted to. As oh, my gosh. Fact, I, I used to work on the Jim Jeffries show oh, for okay. a while in Comedy yeah. Central, and Jim's a really good friend of mine, and Jim was just in Detroit. And uh, I called them up and said, hey, you know, Jim, he's brand new to the game. He picked up the game and you know, in the last year and a half. He'd love just to see what's out there uh, in Detroit golf. And the guy was a huge fan of Jim and his podcast. And so he was like, oh, absolutely. And so I sent his opener for Shaw and Jim out there. They took care of them. They said that course was unbelievable. I know they have the Rocket Mortgage out yeah, there. Right. Man, it, they couldn't have been nicer. I love the Detroit Golf Club and the people that work there. Yep. Um, but I uh, I was a caddy at Franklin Hills Country Club, okay. which is a, a Donald Ross-designed fantastic course that a lot of people don't talk about very often. It is unbelievable. It's about, as a crow flies, maybe two or three miles away from Oakland Hills. Unbelievable course. And then I, you know, I was a municipal kid. So I grew up, uh, Glen Oaks was another course about two miles from there. It wasn't the greatest course in the world, but, you know, that it just made me appreciate the game even more when, you know, growing up on a Muni course, I enjoyed the game playing Munis. Once you see what's out there, oh, and the gosh, greater, yeah. you know, yeah, right. it, you, know, you even appreciate it even more how spectacular this game is. Again, we are uh, talking with the co-founder and executive producer of the Golf Pass original show, On Tour, On Course, with Andrew Wontuck. And Andrew, so give our listeners a feel for what the show's about. I mean, we, we obviously are on the golf course at some point. Do we do some questions off the golf course? How's the whole thing work and get put together? Yeah, great. So so the idea of, uh, generate, like first came to myself and a, a great another executive producer named Francois Almeida, we were talking, he actually had a uh, career in stand-up comedy and uh, directed the movie when stand-up stood out about the 80s Boston comedy scene. So we we're always talking about comedians, and then now we both work for NBC Sports and Golf Pass and how we wanted to, to bring something that showcased all these comedians that are coming to the game. And so I also had some experience being a, a tour manager for a comedian named Daniel Tosh for a long time. I was on the yeah. road for about seven years in the buses, Oh, wow. planes, and I was going all around the country. And there are, it's just such an incredible, unique lifestyle being on, you know, going from city to city, doing night drives. You know, you, you come out of an arena at, say, 10, 30, 11 p.m. when the show's over. You jump on a bus, you drive through the night, and you come into the, the next town. And then you wake up, you eat lunch, and you try to find one activity that's interesting. And then you go to the show and you kind of rinse and repeat and you do this strange, you know, nomadic lifestyle on the road out there. And so I was having lunch with Fran and we're talking comedy and we're talking golf and we're at the U.S. Open last year at Torrey. And I was like, you know what would be really interesting is if you show all these 
amazing comedians that are out there that love the game. If you show just what a slice of life is, a slice of life is like on the road. So, what do you do? How do you travel? If some guys are flying private jets, some people are taking commercial coach, some people are in Vegas, some people are in Charlotte. Right now, somewhere in America, there's an amazing comedian that didn't run a car that's walking along a highway <laughs> just trying to go to the nearest Denny's to get a sandwich after they played around the golf. And I was like, I really would like to show people what it's like to be a comedian and then show them, you know, on the golf course, whether they're great golfers or they're terrible golfers, who cares? We'll go out there. We'll play a, you know, usually when you're filming, you don't play a full 18 holes just because of the logistics of, you know, six, you know, five or six yeah. cameras out there, a drone, everything in Hollywood's a little bit slower than you want it to be. So we play maybe five, six holes with the guys. Generally speaking, uh, we, we've done an episode with Jim Jeffries and Forshaw, who I just referenced. And now we've done one with that just posted the golf pass with Brian Regan and a hilarious comedian named Joe Zimmerman, his opener who played college golf at Davidson actually. Oh, wow. So we were in um, <clears throat> North Carolina with them and we joined up at a old Sycamore golf course mm-hmm. and we started on the range and we see, we watched how they what the warm up routine was like. And of course, Brian Regan, I mean, one of the funnest, funniest human beings on planet right, earth. Right. Just, just putting a camera on him was incredible <laughs> just to see what he says as he warms up. Is it important to warm up? You know, uh, he did not. He actually hit a couple balls at the range, which he said he didn't usually do. But then he didn't drop any putts. And, of course, he three-putted just about every uh, <laughs> hole he played. Of course. So, yeah, and so we, we go out there. They challenge each other to a little match. Um, Zimmerman was a pretty good stick, so he gave Brian a stroke a hole. And then we just followed him along. And then Brian, of course, told us all these great stories about him on the golf course. Um, and, and there, there was specifically, there's like three different bits throughout the golf that was being played Mm -hmm. that are, I mean, absolutely hysterical of him just talking about life and golf. And I'm not going to try to recreate those bits because I would botch them, but (laughs) if you go to golfpass.com or download the app to your television and just check out on course with Brian Regan, I think you guys will really enjoy just what it looks like a day in the life of Brian Regan playing golf and then getting on stage. Yeah, and I think, uh, you know, it's just funny that that's, it seems like people are craving that behind-the-scenes look to people, you know, whether it's in sports, you know, we know we've got the Netflix series coming out with the with the tour players kind of behind the scenes. So, yeah, to take anybody at this point and, and, and the people that people know that they laugh at and all that stuff and get to see them behind the scenes, kind of a day in the life. That's exactly right, and it's all the way up we come off the golf course and then we see how they get ready for the show. We see what it's like in the dressing room, what the green room looks like. And then our show actually ends right when Joe Zimmerman says, ladies and gentlemen, Brian Regan, he looks into the camera and he's like, Hey guys, golf fest. Thanks for hanging out with me today, but I got to actually do some work while I'm on the road. And then he walks <laughs> on the stage in front of 5,000 people screaming. Yeah. So it's a really cool, just look at, you know, what it takes to do that, that kind of lifestyle and then make, uh, you know, that many people laugh at one time is incredible. Andrew, I'm curious, um, you know, with COVID and everything, golf has just thrived ever since that came about. Um, did you did you pick up on that before you had this idea? Because it, it's the timing of this is absolutely perfect because of the number of people coming to the game it, from all different walks of life and all different facets of stuff. It, was that something that you had in mind or did it just sort of happen that way? You know, I, I think it, in a lot of ways, in a lot of ways, I just kind of lucked into it. My uh, journey from, 
you know, I was at Tosh.0 for seven years, and I was at the Jim Jeffries show for a couple of years, and I'd always had this dream of bringing comedy to golf. So yeah. I had all this professional experience in comedy, but I loved the game of golf. Like I told you about high school golf and stuff, and all my best friends were golfers. So, But I always thought there was kind of a disconnect yeah. between – you know, I love the program. I watch almost every tournament that's out there. I love the women's game. I just love I, – I, I can't get enough of golf, and if someone's playing competitively, I watch it. Yep. However, the game itself also is a lot more than that to me. You know, it was the first time I ever got invited to go to the Muni course outside of Buffalo and, and hang out with my dad, my uncle, and my grandfather. And so, and, and, you know, I was the youngest guy there, but it made me feel like I was starting to become an adult. And yeah. so the game, it has this real emotional connection to family for me. And then, then it's got, like, when I was in high school and high school golf, when we weren't competing at golf, you know, we, sometimes we didn't always take it as the most serious thing in the world. Right. It was just a way for, for the four of us to go out there and just make fun of each other, to laugh, to, you know, bust each other up. And so... I wanted to bring that. That's what I wasn't seeing on the golf channel. I'm like, there's this whole culture of golf out there. And I think you're seeing it now a lot with the rise of social media, this whole giant culture of golfers that love the game, but aren't ever going to, you know, compete with Tiger Woods, right? We're not ever going to even close. Maybe we can have one gleaming moment in a month that looks like a shot that Tiger would ever hit, but most of us aren't going to do that. So I just wanted to kind of bring that culture that's out there and start showing everybody that, hey, look, there is, you know, there's some stuff to laugh at around here. There's some stuff to, to you guys get it. There's like, we at, over at the Connor Moore Show, which is another show I produce, we do all sketch comedy. So oh, yeah. we kind of observe what we see on the golf course, <laughs> and, and then we'll write it down, and we'll see if we can kind of reflect back what we're seeing on the golf course uh, and, and have some fun with that. Well, awesome, man. Uh, Andrew, we appreciate the time, and uh, we'll be heading out there to, to check it out on golfpass.com, sending everybody that way, and uh, we look forward to the future episodes. Oh, you guys, thank you so much. Yeah, and Golf Pass is fantastic. Like, it has really helped my game. All the all amazing instruction on there, and then the lifestyle content, that's specifically what I produce. Please, yeah, check out On Tour On Course with Brian Regan, On Tour On Course with Jim Jeffries, and then the Connor Moore Show. I think you could really enjoy some of the comedy that uh, we're trying to bring to the network. It's awesome. Thanks a lot, my man. Have a good one. All right. Thank you so much.